You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go! Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free philosophy. Happy hump day, everybody. This episode of the Mousecapades Podcast is brought to you by Spencer Creek Auto Repair. They're honest about work and price, and they don't skip on parts. Give our friends a call, Spencer Creek Auto Repair. You can call them at 636-441-4745 if you find yourself in a bind. Welcome back, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki. I'm here with Nick and Kaylee. She's back from school. We want to wish Chrissy uh, get well wishes because she was so excited she was going to get to be with us today. Unfortunately, she got sick halfway through the day with the rest of her family that was already at home. This stuff that's going around, Nick, stinks. What do you think? Yes, it does. And my cough is still lingering. It is. He still sounds like he smokes two packs a day. Three now. (laughs) And he he smokes none. Right. So uh, (laughs) Los Angeles couple said that they were banned from Disneyland's private and pricey Club 33. And they're suing the park, allegedly saying that they were retaliated against for criticizing sexual harassment and other problems that arose as a result of new management. There is a waiting list to become a Club 33 member, and it's our belief that the new management has been told to force the older members out so they can bring in new members and charge them more money with less benefits. They're looking for any excuse. If you complain, you're out. If Oh, if you're ill about anything, they will suspend your... Right, with tattletailing. That's that's the key phrase I keep seeing in plenty of articles. Well, so Disneyland is, uh, this is their response. Like other private clubs, Club 33 has rules and regulations that address, among other things, member conduct. The statement said all members must abide by these rules and regulations so that the members may enjoy Club 33 without disruption. If so, you're paying, how much do you pay? 50, 000, how much? It's how many? a lot. So you're paying that much. I think, yeah, it's I know 50000 annual 15, No, 15 annually. Oh, I believe, right? It's fifty thousand. Members pay an initiation fee of fifty thousand. Individual members pay fifty thousand in addition to annual dues, which are fifteen thousand. Yeah, so you pay the initial fifty and then fifteen year after year. Yeah, because that's just a drop in the bucket. If you're paying that much, you're going to hear my complaint. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't you know? care what rules and regulations there are. You should have some say. So I mean, you're spending that kind of dough. No you one's spending that kind of dough here, and they just complain and get their way. So, right. um, hmm. That's just a thought to think about. And the Disney Parks Magical Christmas Celebration will air, not live, on Christmas morning. You going? <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah, I'm going and I'm not going to tell that story again. But I had to tell, say that because you were always giving me crap about that. But uh, December 25th from 10 until 12, 
they are going to have Juliana Huff and Nick Lachey will be hosting. It was already pre-taped at the beginning of November. So please do not show up at Disney at Christmas and wait for that parade. It will never happen. Not with stars on it anyway. You will get to see the parade. That's it. Right? I wasn't listening. What'd you say? <laughs> well, I was reading this article. With Democrats apparently concerned about the Disney merger of 21 Century Fox. Ah, some people up in, you know, whatever, up in D.C., Democratic leaders in the House and the Senate, uh, apparently concerned with the merger, saying that uh, they're going to, basically Disney's going to be controlling too much of the entertainment market. Eh, good point. But if you have the money. There's pros and cons on both sides. If you have the money, do it. Right. So if you are going to be at Disney World for New Year's Eve, there will be a special dinner at Epcot's World Showplace Pavilion. Did you see this one? Uh-uh. So guests looking for a special thing to do, you can go to Epcot at the World Showplace Pavilion, and the dinner will include an amazing array of delicious courses, starting with savory soups and salads, including an antipasta salad, with basil, grilled vegetable and bean salad, a roast Ruskin tomato and basil soup, and a creamy seafood and corn chowder. The cost to attend is $72.90 per adult. That includes taxes and gratuity, and a child is $44.83. And to be honest, Nick, I would have thought it would have been a lot more. I mean, honestly, because it's $60 to go to Ohana, and it's even not on New Year's Eve. Right, right, right. So uh, I don't think that's really too bad for Disney. See how Disney's Pixar received two Golden Globe Awards? Disney's Coco, I should say. Yes. Yeah. Pretty cool. It was a good film. Did you go ahead We've and finally see it, it. We're going to Oh, you see haven't? It. We're going to I see it when already, we're there. Oh, I thought you already did. No. It is a really good film. That's why they took out Olaf's Frozen it was, it was a It's a really good film. Listeners, if you haven't seen Coco, go see it. It's amazing. So I know Kaylee's got some news over here. She's dying to tell you. She's been so excited. She's been hopping around the house, and she wants this bad. So You're I will let at home? throw it out. Yeah. You haven't kicked her out yet? She just came home from college. I don't think your parents kicked you out. I've been out since I've been 18, woman. But then you went to live with your in-laws. Let's not talk about that. Okay, on to Kelly. Kaylee. Okay, so we all know about those famous rose gold Minnie Mouse ears because everybody wants them. And you know I already got myself a pair and we haven't even gone yet. So to match that, Disney has all this rose gold jewelry. They're on the rose gold train because my generation is just all about it. It's a it's probably a fad. It will die in a couple years and we'll move on to something else. But for now, rose gold is in. And they have tons of merchandise, including spirit jerseys, because those are also a, quite a popular um, article of clothing right now. And they are making a rose gold spirit jersey to match the ears. And they're coming out sometime this month. That's all I can find. I have been checking every day at probably least five times. hourly. <laughs> probably hourly to make sure that they're not already out. And... We're going soon, so I am planning on getting my hands on one, but they match the ears, and they'll look like the other spirit jerseys, so for Walt Disney World and Disneyland, respectively, they will look like those designs um, that those spirit jerseys already exist, but yes, I am pumped, and I hope everybody else is pumped like I am, and if not, then I'll just be pumped on my own. That's fine. You need to get Aaron that for Christmas. Really? rose gold jersey. It's, It's very pretty. Please get it for her. Actually, I don't think she loves pink, if I remember right. Yes, the jersey itself pink. is pink, and then the, the lettering is the rose She doesn't portion. wear anything I buy her. Nothing? No. That is very sad. I know. Hey, did you guys hear about uh, Rob? I and mean, We talked about him 
earlier in the year, I believe. It was the same Disney cast member that got the Disney Legacy Award at Disneyland. Refresh my For working there going. for so long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'd work, he spent 43 years working on Main Street USA. Right. Candy Maker. He passed of natural causes Aww. on December 2nd of That's this year. That's so sad. Well, yeah. at least he was lived most of his life pretty happy because like he was doing 40, what he wanted to do. 43 years. That's a long time on Main Street. That is awesome. Yeah. Could you imagine? I mean, if he would have died on Main Street, I'm sure he would have been happy. <laughs> no, I don't mean... You know what I'm saying? Well, no one's... Yeah, I know. People don't Main die Street. on Disney they property. They pass out at Disney. Okay. They right. passed out and then was transported. Or fall asleep. Yes. A right. deep sleep. <laughs> but he was, a, he was a candy maker. He was known for being very passionate about his skill set of making delicious candy for you and I and everyone to enjoy. Who knows? Maybe Lee has some candy from Main Street. I don't know. That's sad, person. though. Anywho. Run Disney celebrates 25 years at Walt Disney World. Been 25 years already? Yeah, I know. That's what they said. Can't believe that it's been 25 years since it started. The first race was in 1994. It only had 8,200 runners. (laughs) I'm sorry. I would love for it to have only have 8,200 runners at this point. Well, it's this next race that's coming up has 55,000 runners. So, yeah, I guess so. But they're pretty excited about the 24th anniversary. What am I? 24th? I can't even talk. What is going on with me today? What else you got, Kay? So, moving to the Disneyland side of things, I don't know if you guys have talked about this recently. I haven't heard it. I listen. Believe it or not, I listen every week, so don't get on God me. bless you. They are going to be turning Paradise Pier into Pixar Pier now, actually. And California Screamin' is going to get a whole revamp, and it's going to be an Incredibles coaster. Did, yeah. Did she say she listens to us? I do. Yeah, she does. Okay. Did you just mention this right. recently? I'm when? sorry, I do listen. We t- are you kidding me? Lee's screaming at, a- screaming at you guys right now. We talked about the whole transformation. Oh, I do well, not I'm remember sorry. this at all. See. Maybe but I was zoning out. My main but I usually listen to I was to you. talking about how they started releasing like renderings well, and yeah, pictures Yeah, they're changing all the neighborhoods. It's Pixar. Well, that part. But I was right. saying just specifically we for talked the- talked about the Incredicoaster and- Just specifically for that, I noticed, I saw this week, it got posted, like, pictures of renderings, what it's supposed to look like started to come out. Oh, it's absolutely beautiful. It's amazing. So that was what I saw, but. When we take our spring break trip out there, which I'm trying to convince everyone to do, (laughs) we will get out there just before they finish most of the villages. So, we're kind of getting there at the wrong time, and a lot of uh, Disney California Adventure be kind of like other areas will be kind of boarded off and stuff like that so yeah might not be a good time to go to california adventure but we can find ourselves over at disneyland so star wars fan had a dying wish did you see this this week what was his wish his dying wish, her was, wish it was to see the last jedi and his daughter had purchased tickets like far in advance but he was diagnosed with stage four cancer and so she put out a plea because she wanted her dad to be able to see this movie, the 69-year-old Air Force veteran. So Disney did this for an individual for The Force Awakens. He got to see it early before it released. Well, did um, they do the same it thing? It says they received a surprise visit from Darth Vader at his bedside at the facility where he was staying. That's not the person you want to see. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's a fan, so he doesn't care what character he sees. And it says you have been summoned by the Emperor uh, Villamar then had first responders escort him to the movie theater. Our role here is to make sure he's comfortable and he is able to enjoy this experience, the fire uh, crew said. Wait a minute, so did he get to watch it before release? Yes. Good on them. Good for Disney. And so, 
Uh, O'Neill Cinema had donated theater time on the film's opening weekend to Ron and his family so they could enjoy the movie together. Oh, so it was opening weekend. I it guess. wasn't before. Okay. Well, good on that movie theater. He well, was very thankful. It doesn't say that he passed away, so that's good. I saw this this week, and I forgot that I saw it, but there are now two new tiger cubs in Animal Kingdom. Their names are Anala and Jeddah. Did you, did you just say this? Did I literally Did you say she it? listens to our podcast? No, I announced this, and he made fun of me. That's why he's probably looking at you. You don't listen to us anymore. I do listen to she you. She does, Thank because you. she was... She said the Branson thing was too long. Two strikes already, Kaylee. Two strikes. Disneyland, again, Christy, I hope you're listening, has an awesome treat that we do not have at Disney World, and that is Campfire S'mores Funnel Cakes. I'm sorry, but it sounds pretty yummy. That's cool. But we, we Do you have want a picture some, of it? We want. It actually looks like a rice cake, but that's a, a S'mores Funnel Cake. Okay, I see it. Do you but like that's S'mores? To, that's supposed to look like a campfire? No, I... It'd be kind of cool if they added some red dye and kind of made it look like a campfire as well, which you could with a funnel cake. Did you talk about the Hall of Presidents yet? I didn't, but you can talk about it. Nope, you got it. Go ahead. I'm going to go for the first time ever when I go this time. To the Hall of Presidents? <laughs> you leave in how many days? We leave on Friday morning. Wow. I know. It's pretty exciting. That's awesome. You guys going to do some pop-ups? Yes, oh, yeah. we are going to do some pop-ups. Good, because I want to listen. You know, Kay- Kayla I don't wants even us to mind. do pop-ups on the people, people mover. mover. <laughs> Let it roll, too. Like, when you do a pop-up, just record and walk around. Like, you know what I'm saying? And listen to the people and the... The, the sounds. Sounds, The atmosphere, yeah. you know, from going from one land to the next. I want to kind of guess where you're at. That's one thing I really enjoyed doing. And we got a lot of good feedback from listeners saying they really enjoyed it as well, just listening to the sounds of Disney. Well, that's what Brad said. Um, he found a new station on TuneIn Radio, and I won't remember what it is right now, but it doesn't play the exact stuff that they have in the park but it plays disney favorite things that you hear from time to time place to place i don't understand i don't know if you understand what i'm saying like sometimes they air a ride or whatever and he said it's it's maybe not the same thing but he likes it when they just play the general music sure and uh, he found that this week but yes the the disney's hall of president opens yesterday or opened yesterday tuesday december 19th so that's pretty exciting. But yeah, I've never been in there. Uh, I know I've been there a lot of times. It's been a long time. Since Chrissy I've said been there. for shame, for shame. She said it's one of her favorites. So we will be doing that for sure. I don't know if we're going to do it Friday night when we go to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Have fun. That It was a blast. I had a great time. We've never done one of the extra parties before. So this will be our first one. Yes. We, we're not so lucky as you to go down two times in three months. Technically, three times. So, if you miss this on Monday Something night, like that. yeah. If you miss this on Monday night, listeners, they have a decorating Disney holiday magic. Did you see this? No. Well, if you did not, I'm sure that you can YouTube it, and they have it on there. And this is not your favorite person, but Whoopi Goldberg is actually oh, good old Whoopi heading it up. Whoopi! Oh, sorry. She's showing how fast Disney does a transformation overnight. Oh, that's cool. And uh, we're pretty excited about it. So if you did not get a chance to see it on Monday night, be sure and check out YouTube. I'm sure it's there. So you can now avoid the lines in Animal Kingdom with the Ultimate Nights of Adventure VIP Pass. Did we mention this was a rumor? Because I remember talking about it, but I don't remember them going into this much detail. Okay, so what detail they release? 
that you're going to ride in an open-air vehicle on the lush African savanna. That's nothing new. Oh, you get a four-hour group-guided tour. You can four ride... Four hours? Uh-huh. Of the, of the park? Yep. You'll discover okay. a landscape shimmering with lights and brimming with life at night. Embark on an expedition through the icy peaks of the Himalayas. Ride in an open-air vehicle on the lush African savanna journey deep into the bioluminescent rainforest on a riverboat and see a beautiful fusion of water, sound, and light at a show that's unlike any other that you've experienced I think they can do that up. They can do that upright. If they do it right, I think that sounds wonderful, actually. So you can also uh, ride, if you have this pass, Expedition Everest, Kilimanjaro, Avatar Flights of Passage, Navi River, the Dinosaur, and go see the River of Light. You would definitely have to have a cast member, though, that's really good at storytelling as you're walking through each, like, the lands, right? Right. And going on that adventure, right? Sort of like you feel like you're Indy or Tomb Raider or something like that. Just tell a story, grab the audience, capture them. You can do that upright. I'm looking for a price and I do not see one. So that's frustrating. Well, I'm sure me. it's probably at least. Well, it says call for more information. I bet you it's a hundred and something bucks a person. Easy. Well, if you have a Disney uh, Met Pass, you get 15% off. Or if you're a Chase member like we are, you can get a 15% off. But anyway. It looks pretty cool, but you have to be at least 17. Or if you're not 17, you can be accompanied by a parent. Sorry. But I don't know if you pay that kind of money if you really want to take a kid. Because do you think they'll appreciate it as much as, you know, like Keys of the Kingdom. They make you wait till you're 18. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So I kind of think that's not to get down on little kids, but they have so much stuff. I really think sometimes they just need stuff for adults there. I mean, they're trying to sell that now. As I a, love the tours. You know, I, right. I really do. Um Keys of the Kingdom, Behind the Seeds, little things like this. Love it. Yeah. Well, speaking of things for adults, you know, we talked about the uh, magical decorating special that was on Monday. Uh, Have you guys been seeing they air the wedding celebrations that happen in front of Magic Kingdom? You know, I did watch some of it and I had to turn it off. I, uh, it was so jealous. No, no. (laughs) Just kidding. Not jealous at all. But I almost felt like, um, I'm not jealous. I totally was. It was reality. No, it was reality TV. I'm not a big reality TV person. Yeah, you're right. It was. They set it and up like reality TV. I got the impression most of these families were so out of tune with reality. You know, they did live in a fantasy world. Yeah. And I don't know. I would have to say most of your audience doesn't live in that kind of world. And it, it came across really fake. So I actually, I just turned it off. Well, honestly, the pricings, I looked it up because I was curious. Oh, they're super expensive. It says that... Some of them are hundreds of thousands. Yeah, I'm sure it says about the minimum if you are to have it in front of the castle. First sure. of all, it has to be at 9.30 a.m. sharp. That we, is we've, the only we've time. Talked, we've talked about yes. this. And so, like, first of all, that's already annoying because they're you're paying all this money, but they have so many restrictions on you. So already I'm just kind of like... No. I don't feel like you get kind of any say in where anything happens. But how or cool? When. But how cool would that be to have your wedding in front of Cinderella's castle? Aaron. So Aaron asked me, "Hey Nick, if we had all the money in the world, would you do this?" And if I was up for it, yes, I, I think that is so cool. But you're treated like so, like Aaron would be treated like a princess. I guess it you says know? you have to pay more though to have people like actually be in character treating you like that, and right? Which if I had all the money in the world, heck yeah, man. So although it's great, I. I so I sit here and I told you I turned it off, which I did. If I had all the money in the world, that'd be really cool to have that experience. But when I watched it from an outsider looking in on television, you know, and it was like a reality TV based thing, 
it came across as fake, like a facade, you know? So, I, so I'm like, hey, you know, this isn't for me. I kind of changed the channel. You know, even, even, though I'm a Dis- even though I'm totally into Disney and I want to see the behind-the-scenes stuff like this. Now, I've already seen things like this before and I've already looked up. You know, we've talked about this on episodes. So probably some of that was, my, you know, based on I already know what's going on. I already know the packages and how much they cost. So I just kind of turned it. But if I had money I, I, and had the option to do it, why not? It was just too reality TV for me. Yeah, that you're right. They did set it. It didn't seem... I understand that the whole thing is supposed to be magical, but instead of coming off as magical like a Disney movie, it just came off as another reality TV show. And I was kind of Which maybe that's what they were trying to go for, you know? True. Uh, Disney officially announces that the new Cirque du Soleil show is in development for Disney Springs. Did you see that this week? I have not, no. So, have you ever been to a Cirque du Soleil? We've not been to one, so I just was wondering... No, you know, I've had many opportunities uh, when I was stationed at Nellis Air Force Base there in Las Vegas, Nevada. Of course, they were funneling through like crazy, especially here. They have it there at Disney Springs and Florida. So I've had the option. I think it'd probably be cool to see once, but not enough to intrigue me to want to say, hey, I'm going to go see that tonight. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody that's seen it has said it's really cool. Like the one in Vegas, I I don't know anybody personally that's seen it. At yeah, Disney. no. Every 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 person I know personally that have seen that, they say it's really amazing. So, the current one that's showing right now will end on New Year's Eve, and then they're going to bring in this new one. And I was looking, but I don't see what. Oh, it's called Lenoba, and you can start purchasing tickets online today. And so I've I've probably been to Vegas like since I was stationed there. I've probably been there maybe seven eight times in the past thirteen years. I have been there total, if you were to add all up, 12, maybe 13 times. And I've always had an opportunity to go see it. My friends that were with me would go see it. I would choose not to, right? And they all said it was an amazing experience. Next time you go? I probably should, right? (laughs) I don't know. So they have a new limited edition Star Wars Magic Bands for The Last Jedi. I know you're totally shocked by that. Really? Yes. So that's something I did not see. You didn't see this? No. So I'm trying to see if these are the people that you're talking about, Ray and Kylo Ren, because I do not know their characters and I don't want to mess up. Let's see. So we have, yeah, that's Ray and Kylo. Kylo. I didn't know he took that mask off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has, you know, he can put it on and off, you know. Like a stormtrooper? Yeah. Do the stormtroopers take them off so you see their heads? No, actually the only stormtrooper that I've ever seen take off their mask has been Finn. That's it. The one that chose to join the resistance that is the only stormtrooper i've ever seen take off their mask uh the only other stormtrooper that i've actually seen some of their face was in this last movie the last jedi and it was captain phasma uh finn took you know she took a blow right to the helmet right there in the face and it cracked her helmet open and you got to see a part of her cheekbone and her eye yeah it wasn't bashed in or anything oh, okay. you just exposed but as far as Star Wars movies go, I don't think I could remember ever seeing a Stormtrooper pull off their helmet except for Finn and seeing Captain Phasma's face a little bit exposed from Finn knocking her down. Well, they are only making 4,000 of them. So if you would like a limited edition, well, get all on the, it. All their bands are limited edition. That's what they claim. You know, that's the only print of them. 4,000 is not a lot, though. I mean. But you'd be amazed at how many. Like, if you want one, you'd be able to get one. I think I will pass. I think I can live. But. They so so Disney does a great job of printing off magic bands that are geared or tailored towards 
current movies? That and just what, you know, trends and what groups of people would like. It's not like necessarily what everyone would want, but just a group of individuals. So that's you why know? they only make 4000 because they know they'll sell 4000 Right. Gotcha. And it's to sell them out fast. So when you are in Epcot, you can visit the Land of the Dead at the Mexican Pavilion, and that's because of uh, Coco, which yeah. I know I talked a little bit about that when it was Halloween and November 1st, but I guess they decided to make that longer because this is it looks the same as it did when I showed you guys right so around So when Halloween. I was out there for Thanksgiving break, you know, they had okay. a lot of that stuff inside uh, the pyramid. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is it Aztec Pyramid? Or is it a Mayan pyramid? Do we? Re- I saw. Do I know? Well, I have no idea. So why? Well, well, you know, the pyramid itself reminds me of a Mayan pyramid. I guess they're all the same. Guess I have to brush up on my Aztec history. Because um, <laughs> wasn't it one culture died out and became the? Ne- I don't know. Anywho, but everywhere you see it, it said Aztec this, Aztec that. And, well, pyramid I climbed up looked like this one. It was a, it was a Mayan pyramid. You know, like so I don't know if they're all the same. I have no idea. Yeah. I really, really don't. They all had stairs. Select Disney World hotels are eligible for 60-day fast passes with extra magic hours. Say that again real quick. So they're they're having select Disney World hotels eligible for 60-day fast passes and extra magic hours. So it says the rumors have been circulating for some time now that select Disney World hotels would be eligible for 60-day fast pass windows. Today we can officially confirm that for 2018, Disney's extending some benefits that are currently available to Walt Disney World resort guests, and Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin guests. Each guest with a valid theme park admission staying at one of the Disney Springs resorts, resort area hotels. So I guess... So they're adding resorts to that list because you're always able to correct. make your reservation 60 days in advance. Right. If you're staying at a resort. But so I guess they're adding to the resort list. These are hotels that are not necessarily... Right, right. right. That so they're adding on. The B Resort Spa, the Best Western Lake Buena Vista, Doubletree, the Hilton Orlando... Uh, Buena Vista. Great, because that's going to flood the system. Hilton Orlando Resort, Holiday Inn, Wyndham Lake, and the Wyndham Garden. So all of them will have access to extra magic hours and fast passes 60 days out if they book with one of those hotels. Besides Disney property, of course. Because we always have had that advantage. Painting, this is, I thought of you. They're going to have these painting with a view classes for, it's for DVC members, and I understand you're not a DVC member, but you could become one so that you could do this. So they're going to have painting classes from the Bay Lake Tower so that you can be looking out to get inspired. You just love to paint and No, draw. that's fun. No, no I, lo- I, no, I think it's funny. I, you can do that anyway right now. You can? Well, sure, you can bring stuff into Disney World. No, I mean, you could go up on the Bay Lake Tower. Well, and- no, no, but I mean, you could go into Epcot and plop a seat and start painting. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, they're having these classes at 9.30 and 11.30 in the morning, and it's $50 per person, and you create two pictures based on whatever they have there that's Disney. So they're actually going to have someone instructing, which is good. Yes. When you eventually set out, I'm thinking, go have a seat, do your thing. No, no, no. It's like- uh, Basically pay to play. It's like painting with a twist is for us here. That's cool. Only you're going there to paint Disney paintings. I wonder if they provided anything. Any drinks or yes, do they? They do. Okay. For their, their See, it's getting better and better. <laughs> you have to be twenty one, um, because they have alcoholic beverages. Snacks, water, and soda is there for the afternoon class and the morning has a light breakfast with oh, wait, wait. snacks, soda and water is there for the afternoon, so they serve the alcohol in the morning? For all for classes? For the afternoon. No, it says a complimentary hey, alcoholic beverage for breakfast. It's always five o'clock. Somewhere. I'm assuming it's mimosa. 
I would assume, since it's breakfast. But you can book this up to 180 days advance and they have um, a phone number to call if you're interested in, in doing that. But I just thought of you because I saw it and, here, and it, it's a really, it's like being at the California Grill. It's a really beautiful view. Sure. And then you're going to get to have that view and a little food and hang out with people that are equally, uh, well, I assume equally uh, artistic like you are and want to do something like that. And well, you're, even and, if you're not, that'd be a great opportunity to have someone to experience it, you know, and what a place to experience and, 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 and paint your first painting than at Disney World, right? Like Kaylee. I couldn't think of any other place. You were That'd artist. be awesome. Yeah, that was a short period in my life and it is gone. It is not that, gone. That talent is gone. I don't think so. Whatever I think that you there. could you could do that if you so, practice like Mr. Iman. You know I you know I paint a lot, right? Right. Did you just call me Mr. Iman? Excuse me, Nick. So <laughs> So I, I love to paint. One day I had this crazy idea to try to change my style. And I'm like, dude, I'm pretty good at painting. Like I'll just paint Bob Ross style. Right? I'll watch him on YouTube and try to paint how he does with his spatula. Now you're following my son? Oh, my God. I couldn't do it. I mean, I did it. But, I mean, I'm a perfectionist. So I was kind of mad at myself that it wasn't and actually And he's a cr- uh, free-to-be-me person. You know? And I was so down on myself. I'm like, why can't I do this exactly you like Bob wig. Ross? You know? Maybe it was the wig, right? I didn't <laughs> flick it enough against the against my, against my the easel. Um Anywho. He needs to borrow Max's wig. Right, yeah. right. So I'm like, man, I suck. You know, I'm like, I can't paint the Bob Ross way, which is super easy, by the way. I just, different styles, you know? It just isn't my style. So it was foreign to me. You got nothing to say? What? I don't know. I was just going to say, we did see, we've seen Olaf's Frozen Adventure now, because Nick was talking about what he thought about it. And right. we've seen it now. You did. And like, through watching it, because I had heard what you said about it. Before she does listen to the show. I do. I'm sorry. I double mentioned things. But I did notice. I told my mom that I thought the animation was solid because you were saying you felt like the characters weren't as animated. I thought they were stiff. But I thought I could totally see what you meant at the point that it just felt pieced together. Because I felt like right. they would just do a scene and then they'd do another scene. But it didn't like transition through. It didn't flow. As much as the other ones. It was funny and it was cute. And I was thinking, okay, this is very Disney of them. But it definitely didn't flow like the original movie. But it just got me thinking like, and you've seen Coco too. And so I just wonder if the animation, and obviously Frozen's not Pixar. But I just wondered if Coco is like, the animation is incredible. A different I've, a different engine, different computer system. Yeah, and so... They are separate entities. Yeah, I just, I feel like everything's just getting vamped up, especially, I don't know if you guys have seen from the Incredibles teaser. Amazing. Um, It was, and I've seen people have zoomed in on his shirt, and it's like, just so we're all clear, the reason we had to wait so long is they zoomed in on Mr. Incredible's shirt, and you can see, like, the The fuzzies off his shirt and, like, the individual thread placement, and they're like, this is why we had to wait so long. Because really, it, yeah. If you zoom in, you can see like if you, you freeze look, the frame and yeah. zoom in. When you look, I can look it up for you right now, just so it makes yeah. it. Oh, we're done. Let's look it but up. But you yeah, can definitely. see like the fuzzies when right, you just right, look up right. close. You can see it when you zoom in, and everybody's just How freaking amazing. out because they're like, "This is why Disney was detailed." And so, let me ask you about the Frozen uh, little thing. So, okay. did you notice? Uh, when they talked about holiday traditions, they yeah, made... I was really looking. So, did for you that? catch up on that, or, did, or am I just am I am I just out in left field? I caught Tell it. Tell me if I'm out in left field. I don't care though. I caught it. I just thought it was supposed to be more funny because Olaf is a character that's just bubbly, and so they right. just made him like 
he didn't know what was going on. So he's, he's definitely got like, ADHD. So this is how this works. He's I don't like, think, okay. I don't think Disney did it on purpose or to hurt anyone's feelings. I just found it fascinating. I thought it was great how they brought back like... It's my OCD kicking in. The, uh... Hello, friends. Oh, my gosh. Family. That was so funny. Right? That and was he very threw him funny. the towel, and that we were was like. off on the trading post. Yes. That was so cool. That was good. That was good. I'm. By the way, you're looking at me like, do I have anything else? I don't have anything. No, that's, I wasn't That's finished. all I got. What do you, what do you have? I was, I was just waiting because I was trying to include everybody. So, the 2018 Walt Disney World events and openings. Some of them we know about. Some of them we may not know exactly. We know that the Toy Story Land, of course, is coming in the summer. These they're just kind of recapping, so we know what to be looking forward to. The new dining that's opening up at Disney Springs, the Edison, which I gotta say, I wasn't. It looks really cool. I don't know that I wanted just by reading it, but the pictures, you know, that's the renderings always make me want to go to something. I don't know if you're like that at all, Nick, but if I see the renderings of it, sometimes it draws me in where I wouldn't have wanted to go before. But it's um, an industrial Gothic restaurant. Which, which has a bar and a, it's a, more of a nighttime destination. They like said gothic, gothic, like. It, like I mean, it kind of looks like what is it, Gotham in Batman? If you think a little bit, hmm. not the coloring, maybe, but it, when I looked at it, it kind of looks superheroish. Does it say gothic? No, it says Edison, but they they're calling it an industrial gothic restaurant. I do not know. Oh, okay. They're also going to be opening Maria and Enzo's, and that is an Italian trattoria. Based on dishes from Sicily, Italy. Enzo's Hideaway, which is a cocktail bar that's also at Disney Springs. And then Pizza Ponte, which I'm not sure how that's going to do because they have Blaze. But they also sell things besides pizza, which is Italian sandwiches, which you might like, and espresso. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, They also said that in the spring of 2018... Wine Bar George, which I know won't be anything for us necessarily because, one, it's too expensive and, two, you don't drink. Disney Animal Kingdom is celebrating. Drum roll, please. Nope, drum roll. I'm sure Brad will add that one in. Did you hear your... I, I did. I did. Okay. Anyway, so drum roll, please. 20th anniversary of Animal Kingdom. And I guess that is why they wanted to go ahead and change things up and get rid of the flight of that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And so they are again telling everybody that they're going to bring in the Russell and Doug show from up. Good. I like, I love ESPN. I know. So good. Squirrel, squirrel, Disney releases new details and concept art for galaxy's edge from star Wars galactic nights. I need you to look at it because I don't know if it's cool or not. I'm not a star Wars in the Han Solo ship. No, definitely looks like Han Solo ship. Let me go down. Let me see if I can. Yeah, that's the Millennium Falcon. So they have an inside. Can you go inside the Millennium Falcon? No, you can't. I don't know. That's what I'm asking you to check it out because you're the Star Warsian guy. So this shows a picture of the inside of the Millennium Falcon. If that's the case, that is amazing. All right. Well, okay. Okay. Is it part of the hotel? It's part of the ride. The Millennium Falcon ride. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought maybe, well, maybe the ride is actually going inside the Millennium Falcon. I wonder if that's how they're going to do it up. Or if the Millennium Falcon is just a static, maybe. you know, spaceship yeah. outside the ride. Uh, don't know yet, but the concept art looks great. You can uh, check that out at chipandcompany.com. That's what you have up there, right? Right, right. Okay. Looks really good. I think it... We can always imagine what we think it's going to be, but then it always seems better even when it comes out because we, 
even our imagination can't imagine everything that they can do at Disney. Wow, so they might have a hangar filled with X-Wings? Scale to real size? That's awesome. <laughs> Nick's ready to go tomorrow. Well, this has everything that you dreamed of as a kid. That's what I'm saying. You're living in the Star Wars universe. I'm not going to want to leave. I go there. <laughs> He's going to move See, in Star Wars land. See, that's the problem. I can go to Main Street USA, sit there for hours on end, and, and be okay getting up and walking out and going back home. But Star Wars land, I don't know if I'll be able to leave. That's going to be a hard one, Vixter. It looks awesome. And I'm not even a Star Warsian. That's my new word for the week. And I think that is about it. But right, I do get... have some. Oh, what? You know what for you. What? Histo. Oh, I forgot. I forgot about history. That's right. You want to say the honors, Kaylee? You want to say mother to take us back or Vixter take us back or, or what? Us, mother. That's We can stick with the Star Wars theme. Instead of father, it's mother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mother, take us back. Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. December 19th, 1984, Disney World's Country Bear Jamboree, Country Bear Christmas special runs for the very first time, and it eventually became a seasonal event. What's your take on the Country Bear? Because Joey does not like it. It's time that he cannot get back in his life when we make him go. Plus side, air conditioning. That's what I'm saying. And you get to relax, rest your eyes, It was raining. That's when we went in there. Or if you're trying to escape the rain. Downside... It's just an okay attraction. I mean, well, it's show. cheesy, just like Tiki Garden, but right. our Tiki Room. But it's you have fun to go. To just laugh at it, like so, sit there and enjoy it. So just, just like I told you about Branson, right? <laughs> I'm not about the whole, you know, hillbilly. Let's go ahead and go down to the fishing hole. You know, let's go get <laughs> some fish. And I'll, I'll sit through it. Don't care. You're escaping the heat. You know, try escape the rain. You get to rest your eyes, recharge your batteries, go back out again. Yep. Side. And then go right back in so you can have so another 10-minute rest. I do it, but it's not my favorite. <laughs> no, it's not. But I don't think it's something that they should take out necessarily. I mean, if you gave me a choice, like, we should really do another one of those episodes where we leave it, keep it, change it kind of things. Uh, but I'll leave it. I mean, it's frontier land. No, no, no. I'm just saying, if you told me I had to pick, like, I had to do something, then maybe it would be. But we have well, to Do see. something on, like, Davy Crockett, Daniel Boone. You know, do a actual show on that instead of Country Bear Jamboree. No, I wouldn't be as interested in going to that. <laughs> I'm not a Davy Crockett. It's not as animated. I don't know. My dad loved Davy Crockett. December 20th, 1971. Do you know what happened that day? Say the date again in 71. That's when Disney opened in October 1st. December 20th. December 20th. Oh, Walt Disney? Roy died. Roy died. Yeah, that's what I meant. Roy. Roy passed away. Yeah, because he, he got to see the park open, but then he died right. of a cerebral hemorrhage. Sorry. And uh, just sad. Sad, sad, sad. December 20th, 1937. This is for you, Nick. Are you ready? You know oh, what I'm going to say, right? Snow White. Yes. It was released. Technically released in 38 to the general audience, right? Yes, but we had this fight. They had the hot premiere, though, and This was the premiere. 37. Yes, at Carthag Circle. Carthay Circle. So we had a heated debate on that, Kaylee, on a, mm. a trivia night. And nice. they said, when did, when was it released? Right? Oh, no. So release, you think general public, of course, I'm assuming. I'm like, oh, 38. It was January of 38. And she's like, nope, nope, it was December of 37. I'm like, that's when it premiered. 
They play it twice, technically. Like, all those old films, they would release it a few years apart, right? Well, no, I'm talking about release to the public. No, the I get what public. you're saying. So this is a good day for you, too, Nick, because December the 20th, also in 1944, I should say good year, December the... Uh, Disney's seventh animated feature, The Three Caballeros, world premiere in Mexico City. Yeah, and so if you heard me over Thanksgiving when I released the pop-up episode there in uh, the Mexico Pavilion, I'm talking about uh, The Three Caballeros, and we got stuck there at the end of the ride for like 10 minutes. You could hear it in the background, you were like... So yeah, I was using my cell phone, so one thing I would want to apologize to the listeners is you could hear a lot of the wind and stuff like that in the background, but whatever. Something funky's going on in here. Would you fart? No, it's like it copied tons of stuff that I didn't copy. Anyway, she's always having computer problems. December twenty first, the user nineteen fifty eight. Disneyland presents its very first candlelight processional parade. It was for the second evening in a row, and then it became a regular thing. I like the candlelight processional. That nineteen fifty eight though. I don't think that I knew that it started. I mean, I know it didn't in Disney World because they weren't open. But you know what I'm saying? I didn't know. I didn't think it was that old. Right. December 22nd, 1959, Disney's largest candlelight choir to ever sing at the park ushers in the holiday season. The choir was made up of 2,574 singers. Wow, that's awesome. Although, I, I was trying to down. think how many it takes that is grand. to do the um, the candlelight processional that we watch now at Epcot. How many are in it? Is that what you're Yeah, saying? I was trying to figure out, like, there's probably like 25 in that tree because they wear green robes and then everybody else wears yellow robes. When you have that many singers? Singing some pretty cool songs, you know, like yeah. I would just assume, like I would just assume you'd probably hear Silent Night, right? Oh yeah, yeah. How could you not be moved by that? With that we are. many singers, I'd, I would get two to three hundred. And thinking about the real deal, what it's all about, and you're hearing everyone come together to sing that. Yeah, you know, it sounds weird as a dude saying. No, that. I'm just saying. How could you? I would be moved. It's not weird because that is why, since we are away from our church, and it's very much like what a service we would be attending at our church on Christmas Eve. That's why we with 2, always... 2,000 singers? No! Not with 2,000 singers, but I'm just saying the type of music and retelling no, no, the Bible it. story and everything, that is like what it would be like at our church if we were there. And so that's why we always go to Epcot on Christmas Eve because it is very um, much like that. Making a connection. You know, we do connections all day. December 22nd, 2007 was when the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, the second theme park of Disneyland Paris opened. So it, the Tower of Terror and Disneyland Paris. Sorry. December 23rd, <laughs> 1954. This was for my dad, even though he doesn't listen. But that's when they put out 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea with Kirk Douglas, James Mason, and Peter Lore. I watched it so many times as a kid, the VHS tape. It yeah. probably doesn't work Weared anymore. thing down, man. December 24th, 1999. Walt Disney World's Very Merry Christmas Parade airs on television. And it was the first one that was filmed at night and broadcast on Christmas Eve rather than on Christmas Day like they usually did. December 25th, 2008. I guess I didn't realize this movie was this old. Bedtime stories opened in the theaters on Christmas Day, 2008. Yeah. And last but not least for this week, December 26, 2005, because I didn't think you guys could do the show on Christmas Day. I'm pretty sure you're not going to next week. Toy Story 2, the special edition two-disc DVD package is released. What year was that? 2005. 2005? The Toy Story 2 special edition. Oh, the special edition. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, awesome. Thanks for bringing that interesting stuff. There was was a lot of good stuff this week. I had a hard time. Of course, most of Christmas Day is telling me how many parades and how many shows. You know, the live ones. Right, right, right. (laughs) 
Sure thing. Listeners, thanks again for listening to the number one podcast, Entertains the Space Between Your Ears, Mousecapades Podcast. I'd like to thank our good old friends over at Spencer Creek Auto Repair for sponsoring the show. They're honest about their work and price, and they don't skip on their parts. So give them a call if you have any trouble, 636-441-4745. Hey, guys, I think it is about that time. Peace. And love. And pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast, brought to you by our friends at themagicalmouse.com. Be our guest, put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.